Are you looking for a memorable getaway for your family that's packed with adventure? Look no further than Lake Erie. Powderhook, in partnership with the Great Lakes Fishery Commission, has all the resources you need to plan your adventure to the walleye capital of the world. The best part is, you don't have to be an experienced angler or own a boat to have a fantastic time on the water. While walleye are the main attraction, Lake Erie also offers excellent fishing for yellow perch, trout, steelhead, salmon, and bass. The options are endless, and there's so much to explore on Lake Erie. Knowledgeable and friendly fishing guides are eager to serve you. Whether you want to hire a charter, secure a seat on a headboat, fish from the shore, ice fish, or do a DIY trip on your own boat, all these options are at your disposal with a bit of planning and preparation. Find everything you need at powderhook.com. That's powderhook.com. We know what's biting and can help you enjoy a wonderful fishing experience on Lake Erie. ButcherBox makes it super easy and convenient to get the highest quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef, organic free-range chicken, heritage breed pork, and wild-caught seafood without any antibiotics or added hormones delivered straight to your door. ButcherBox partners with people, small farmers included, that treat their animals in the best possible way and never give any added antibiotics or hormones. When you join, you choose your box and delivery frequency. You can cancel at any time without any penalty. And ButcherBox delivers amazing and fresh meat right to your front door in a 100% recyclable box. For a limited time only, get free chicken nuggets for a year and 10% off your first box when you sign up today and use the code WP. That's a 22-ounce bag of gluten-free organic chicken nuggets in every order for a year when you sign up at butcherbox.com forward slash WP and use code WP. Winter is coming, and it's cold, or it will be. And if you're a bass angler, you need to be ready for this. Today on the show, I have Pete Presbiora, or you may know him as the bass fishing industry does, as Polish Pete. Pete has worked with professional anglers for years in the bass industry, and just recently he joined Omnia Fishing as the field account manager. This guy knows his stuff, and he's going to give some of his favorite tactics and lures for chasing bass when it's really cold and and the behavior is totally shifted. Pete's going to share his favorite lures, his rig setup, he'll give us an answer on the age-old line debate, and we'll get some advice on the retrieve, on how fast to do your retrieve in these cold winter months. It's an awesome show. Omnia is a partner of Go Wild, and all the gear mentioned on the show is linked to in the show notes. If you decide to purchase some of this gear and support Go Wild and Omnia, I'm going to donate 1% of our proceeds to an outdoor nonprofit that helps kids learn to fish. So if the spouse is upset that a bunch of new tackle showed up on your doorstep, tell them it was it was all for the kids. Think of the kids. All right, let's get after it. This is Gearbox Talk with Polish Pete. Presbiora, man, thanks for joining the show. I got to say, my team at Go Wild's a little bit jealous that I get to sit down and talk with you today, but they'll just have to settle for watching the video afterwards. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it, Brad. 
I'm, I'm very excited to get you on here, man, because your, your reputation precedes yourself. I, I know you know your stuff, and we're going to be talking all about bass fishing today. We're going to talk about winter, right? A little bit of late fall, winter, chasing bass. We're going to talk about fishing slower versus faster. We're going to hear some of the lures that, that Pete's seeing success with. So you ready to dive in, man? Absolutely. Let's all shoot. right, let, let's get after that first question. All right, so so what do bass feed on in that winter-fall period? Well, late fall, transitioning into winter, what lures are, are you coming after them with? And let's see some of the stuff you're using. Gotcha. So that fall transition, when it, once it starts getting to late fall, the water temps have really cooled off. There's a period where reaction baits really do shine again, and that's those fish have pushed up shallow, and they're chasing whatever is the primary forage in that fishery. So typically we'll just kind of generically break the country in two portions, like Mason Dixon line south and then the north part of the country. North part of the country has a lot more natural bodies of water. So they're all glacial lakes that have been formed by glaciers over time. So they're the natural food forages in those lakes tend to usually be crayfish and bluegills, sunnies. Um, so those, those bait, though, that forage are usually pushed shallower in those fall months and those fish will follow them up there and bass are predatory. They're opportunistic feeders, but they, they'll hide in, in the heaviest cover they can find that's shallow. So the remaining vegetation that's left in your lakes in the North part of the country or go around docks, docks tend to be really key before they get pulled out. Those fish will hide around that, or we call them lay downs. It's just wood or trees that have fallen into the water. Um, and, and, uh, they'll, they'll feed on those bluegills and crayfish there. Now, when you get South of the Mason Dixon line, the fish feed primarily the forages in those reservoirs, which are all man-made reservoirs. Typically though, that's shad based forage. So those are river shad, the little silver shiner looking shad. So a lot of times I'll start with the South baits when you're down South in the fall, a lot of times, uh, something like a spinner bait like this, that's white in color with flashy blades. It mimics the silver or white body of a shad and you're casting and retrieving, just moving fast and covering water and looking for anything that would hold those bass where they could ambush those, that shad as it, as it moves around in the lake. Um, the other big one, and this is a key one for me in the winter, when we get into later in the winter uh, in the North part of the country, but down South right now in the fall pattern, uh, the blade bait it's called so i don't know if there's a lot of reflection on that i've got one on my rod over here too as well um so this is an old school bait it's just a metal uh minnow imitation that sinks really fast and you fish it really slow but uh in the winter time that mimics a shad really well so down south that's a killer technique when those water temps have gotten really 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 low um but the spinner bait in the fall as that water temps are still slowly dropping is a good way to cover water uh, in the north part of the country and the natural lakes uh jigs so bass jigs this is my favorite way to fish in the fall so these may make a crayfish or a bluegill depending on the colors you go with so this has got a strike king menace grub on it and this is a jig made by one of our anglers here at omnia named seth Biter. he's one of the best anglers in the country and he made this little jig and you you just fish on heavy line and all those shallow vegetation and around docks this time of year. And last but not least, probably the most popular lure right now in the bass fishing world, this is the chatterbait. So this mm -hmm. one here is a Z-Man jackhammer and it's got a Yamamoto Zako trailer on it, which Zako means fish in Japanese. So it just looks like a little bait fish and it's got a blade on the front and you just cast and retrieve this and 
try and find those fish that are still actively feeding in the fall. Awesome. Okay. So, and I'll be interested to hear how this changes. Maybe it doesn't, but what's the best rig for, for winter and bass fall fishing when, when it comes to your rod and reel setup? So if you're a very beginner angler and you're just getting out there and trying the best rod and reel, probably combination you can get would be a spinning setup. So that'd be a, and I would recommend a larger size spinning reel, like a 3000 size spinning reel from either Shimano or Daiwa. Uh, they're the two premium manufacturers in the industry, in my opinion, right now, and that they're killing it. And at Omnia, uh, we do a lot with the, with those two manufacturers. So the Daiwa Tatula 3000 would be on the high end. A Fuego 3000 would be more of a budget-friendly one. Uh, a seven-foot medium spinning rod, so medium power seven-foot spinning rod. That gives that length gives you the ability to cast real far and still have power to move those bass out of that heavy cover. And braided line. Braided line's key for you if you're getting into fishing and you want to feel what's going on with that bait and feel that vegetation and know where your bait's at at all times. Um, so, so that was what I'd recommend for a beginner angler. more A little bit more avid angler, you're definitely going to be more accurate and cover more water with a bait caster. And that would be similar rod, a seven foot medium heavy instead of maybe a medium. And, uh, and a uh, a bait caster that's around that hundred dollar budget price point will get it get you by and once again try some braided line and about 30 or 40 pound test and go chunk and wine you say now i know braided line can be kind of intimidating for somebody that's new um you know it can be tougher to work with what do you recommend for the newbies who might be intimidated by that that's a that's a great point and that we we hear that a lot and and i really do if there's anything that i'd say to to push yourself to try it, it would be braided line to help you learn how you're working baits, how, how, what the bites are like and what the, what the bottom of the lake feels, you know, the, the bottom contents like and everything. The sensitivity of braided line far outweighs any high end rod you could buy. Um, so I would say good, good question there. Uh, something to help you just get your over it. Learn the Palomar knot, which you can YouTube that knot, just YouTube Palomar knot. There's a hundred videos that'll slowly show you on a big rope, how to tie that knot, learn how to tie it at home. Um, bring scissors with you. Don't ever try and cut it with a pair of pliers or your teeth, especially not your teeth. <laughs> um, uh, remember that anytime you put braided line on a reel, you need to put backing behind it. Do not just tie it straight on your reel. It'll slip around the spool. Um, but if you just remember to put backing on, learn that Palomar knot, give yourself one full day to fish with it. I promise you, you're going to find yourself being more efficient on the water and knowing what's going on a lot better. All right. It's really good advice. All right. So, um, you know, we, I wanted to ask you a little bit about, you know, whether, how to approach fishing in the winter, you know, should you fish slower in the winter time or, or did the reaction baits work really well? That's, that's the, one of the biggest keys to, to fishing in, in, in the fall winter transition is that there's a, there's a point where one, one beats the other. And that's basically when the water temp almost bottoms out right? Let's, so it gets into those almost to the freezing point, right? And even down South, they'll get water temps will get into the high thirties, low forties where it, it's really, really low and it's bottomed out. Uh, that's when you really want to slow down. Those fish get neutral at that point. They kind of start finding their, finding their, what we call their winter pattern. They, they, they'll set up in a certain water level in the water column, depending on the lake, they'll set up on certain cover and that's where they're going to spend their winter. So that's when you need to slow your presentation way down. Now, the hard part to say that, that that's, is knowing when that time period is, has come upon us. 
you'll know later in the season, but right in, in, in the, you know, the late uh, October, November timeframe as that water temps are falling, typically reaction baits and moving baits do better. Uh, those fish are still active. They're feeding up before they're in that winter pattern. So if you can, if you can get information on what the lake's temperatures have been day after day for like if you can look back and find some stuff on the internet of where you're fishing or or any any local knowledge from any local anglers and say that well the water temp's still dropping um you still want to cover water and, and move fast now if they say man it's cold it's it's those fish are locked jawed that's when you that blade bait i showed earlier is a really key way to to sit on top of them and fish really slow Okay, cool. Um, I actually forgot I had this question for you. I want to come back around to the fishing line. And yeah. I, I obviously know you just said like, hey, you really should go with a, a braid. But I, I wanted to ask you, you know, a lot of people are searching because they're really interested in the fluorocarbon or a monofilament or versus the braid. And we were going to talk through that because I know there are some scenarios uh, to, to where you, you mentioned like a clear water scenario. So can you talk a little bit about the times that there can be advantages to that too? Absolutely. Uh, honestly, for the most avid of anglers, fluorocarbon or monofilament is the preferred line when you're fishing reaction baits. And that's because you tend to lose less fish because those two lines have a little bit more stretch to them, that rubber band effect. They stretch out a little bit and they're less visible as well. They have better clarity uh, qualities. So the fish can't see them that well. So why I still push anglers that are learning how to how to bass fish or even ones that are just kind of weekend anglers that love just going out every once in a while is braided line so versatile because you can tie sections of monofilament or fluorocarbon to the ends of that braided line and then you get the best of both worlds um, if you're an avid angler and you've got 20 rods and reels 10 of them might have fluorocarbon on them and to your point the, the what the times when I'm going to do that, when I've got fluorocarbon leaders tied on the end of my braided line is when the water is extremely clear. And a lot of times in the winter months, that is when the water can be its clearest to the season. So um, fluorocarbon ha transmit light, transmits light uh, a lot better than braided line does. So uh, the light can actually shine through in the water column. So fish can't see it as well. So that's one uh, scenario where fluorocarbon is going to really shine. And then also when you're fishing with baits that have treble hooks on them, that's when monofilament and fluorocarbon tend to be the go-to because those little hooks that are on a treble hook, the, ba the bass can throw them a lot easier than they can. Uh, they can throw them a lot easier with braided lines. There's no stretch. There's no giving it than they can with the fluorocarbon or monofilament, which is more forgiving. It's such an interesting answer to me because this is one of the things I see, you know, so much debate around in our platform and on other social media apps. And I, I think it's interesting because some people are just so dead set on the one way, but there's so many different scenarios with fishing in which there's multiple right answers. And that was a great example of that. Yep. And that's the, I, I, I have that debate with my friends this day, whether they're <laughs> professional anglers or television personalities or whatever, everybody's got their own way to do it. And that's why I have gone the last couple of years with recommending people get used to braided line because it's the only one where you can fish any way, any scenario comes upon you, you can put a long liter of fluorocarbon or monofilament on the end. And you're seeing walleye anglers do that, bass anglers, panfish anglers, musky anglers, saltwater anglers especially are all using braid with fluorocarbon leaders and there's a reason for it, it's versatility. 
Well, and I'll mention you and I are going to do a show on musky fishing too. So we'll, we'll come if, if you're interested, if you're liking this show, make sure you subscribe because we'll be coming out with that a little bit later. Uh, but, but it's so true, man. Like I could literally have fishing guys on this show every week and we'll get a different answer, which I think is what's so cool about Gearbox Talk is that you get so many different opinions about it. You mentioned earlier something that reminded me of, uh, I really wanted to bring up some cool things about Omnia. So you, you work with Omnia Fishing and I think you guys are one of the, the cooler retail companies out there because of the, you have technology at play. You guys yeah. have some really amazing lake technology and, and you know specific products and then i wanted to ask you about your ambassador pr- program but first can you talk through the benefits to shopping with omnia and your lake functionality yeah um when they brought me on board that was the part of the the business that i understood the least i i'm just a fish head right and all i wanted to see was can we get every single cool lure in the world on board and then everybody would like shopping with us and that's kind of the way i've i've been for the past I don't know, 10, 20 years of my life. I just, I'm a gear junkie. Uh, I watch shows like yours and, and like that. And I just want to learn about new rods and reels and lures all the time and just soak it all up. But what, what came, what we came to realize is I started working with these guys and they were explaining to me the lake pages is that most transactions that take place in the fishing world happen by someone walking up to hopefully somebody knowledgeable within a store and saying, Hey, I'm going fishing at said lake. I'm going yeah. on a trip with my brother-in-law. I'm taking my kids to this lake. I'm going wherever. What do I do? And sadly, in the retail landscape of things, that's a harder thing to pull off nowadays. And especially if you're not, you're, you're local to a shop, but you want to fish somewhere that's far away from that local shop, you might not be able to get the information you need yeah. to get the right tackle and make the right selections. So Omnia, Matt Johnson, our CEO, uh, has worked, has, has worked, worn, uh, different hats in the fishing industry as well. And he had all this technology in his background and was able to basically get us to the point where over 110,000 lakes we have data on and using our ambassadors, as you spoke about earlier, and the key people, key influencers that we're working with, we're able to help people select only the relevant or see the only the relevant tackle for their fishing trip for the species they want to chase for that body of water and it's really blowing me away in the last couple of weeks in particular as this technology has gotten stronger and stronger and is starting to roll out in pieces you're seeing people really find a home for shopping at just for their favorite lakes or destination lakes as well and it really makes the shopping experience very unique with Omni. Yep. It does, man. And Matt's a cool dude. I've met him in person a time or two. Great entrepreneur. um, And, and I love seeing him bring that tech brain to fishing. You know, we're, we're proud partners with Omnia. We, we we work with them. They, you guys integrate with our gearbox system as well. And we'll have Omnia links for all the stuff that, that Pete's mentioned here today. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Do you want to toss out a little bit of information too, about your ambassador program? Absolutely. Absolutely. So one other thing I'll touch on too, before the ambassador thing, uh, one, of, one of the key things that Omnia offers as well is our premium program, which is basically you can subscribe to premium for a one-time fee and it lasts for a calendar year and all your shipping has no minimums. So any purchase you make, you can get shipping for free, plus you're earning 10% back on every purchase. So that's a great one as well. Um, and then the ambassador program, the ambassador program uh, basically is a four level program 
where if you're just a, a, a local kid that's fishing the pond, if you're an uh, avid tournament angler, if you're a weekend angler or destination angler that goes to a lake once a year on a trip with the family, you can go on our lake pages uh, as an ambassador. And you, once you sign up, you're a bronze level ambassador. And that allows you to, to basically uh, create a profile and then you can start doing lake reports, which are drop down prompted questions. It's not giving away any spots or anything like that. It's just helping anglers select uh, techniques and styles and, and different types of baits cool. to catch fish on their trip. Um, when you move, when you've done a bunch of quality fishing reports, you can move up to the silver level, which now allows you to add pictures to your fishing reports. Um, and those, those are going to be fun because you'll be able to see people's big trophy catches on their lakes or just a limit of f fish they caught to eat or whatever it would be and how they did it. And they can take pictures and show off for their friends and family and all the Omnia users. Next step after that would be the gold level, which then allows you to actually upload video and content to your fishing reports. Um, so you could really become an authority on your favorite lakes and have people will be watching your content and seeing where, what's going on in that body of water. And you could be the authority for that. You can start earning credit towards uh, uh, all your purchases from uh, all your recommended bait recommendations for baits on your videos. Also uh, you can link to all your social media platforms, YouTube and Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Uh, last up would be a partnership with us, uh, the partner page level, which is a blue level. And that's when you actually can start earning cash back for selling product through your uh, reports on the, on your lakes that you favorited. I'm going to start mentioning that to people. I get asked that question all the time. Like, how do I be a brand ambassador? How do I work with brands? And I, I love what Omni is doing. So I'll start directing people your, your way. How do they find the ambassador program on the website? So it's right out. Uh, the easiest way uh, is, is scroll to the bottom of the screen and, and right on the homepage and you can see an ambassador uh, ambassador application on there and then just click on that and it'll take you right into the ambassador application page. There we go, man. All right. This was a great quick chat on tackling that late fall winter season, dude. I appreciate it. Uh, where can people find you to connect with you on social media? Uh, my Instagram is Polish Pete and, uh, and my, my whole name, Pete Presbiora is uh, on Facebook. So yeah, if you want to check me out on Instagram or Facebook, I love chatting with anybody who likes fishing. Awesome. Pete, thanks for coming on, man. This was awesome. Thanks, Brad. Talk to you soon, bud. Take care. All right. Thank you, Pete. That was a fun show, man. I'm always learning so much on these fishing shows on Gearbox Talk. I mean, already in the first 18 episodes, we had a ton of anglers come on. We've had pro angler John Hunter. We've had lifetime angler Jacob Knight, beginner angler Erica Johnson, tournament fisherman Stephen Taylor, which is one of our most popular Gearbox Talk shows ever. All of these shows highlight great gear and how to use it, and we have where to buy it. That's always in the show notes. And remember, when you buy from the show notes on Go Wild, it's going to support Raise Them Outdoors, which is an outdoor nonprofit that teaches kids how to fish and among other outdoor activities. So it's a great excuse to shop through the links. Yes, you're supporting Go Wild, but you're also helping future generations learn to do something that you love to do. And that's really important. Now, if you're into all those other fishing shows and conversations we've had, and you particularly like Pete, guess what? Pete's coming back. So make sure you subscribe.
subscribe. Pete's going to be coming back on in a few months. We're going to talk musky fishing, and he's going to reveal some of the lures and tactics that he's seen in those winter months that have led to some of the biggest musky you'll ever see because Pete has fished with the best musky anglers in the world. It's going to be an awesome show. I've already done it. I can tell you it's awesome. Drop some comments if I miss something that you want to answer. I read all those on YouTube and go out or wherever you're posting those, and I, I register them, and when I get an opportunity to ask those questions on something I missed on a previous show, I, I, I throw it out to the guest as, as it comes up in conversation. We've seen that time and time again on Gearbox Talk, so if I'm not getting questions answered that you want answered, make sure you ask them in the, in the comments or tag me on Go Wild when you log this show. That's it for me today, though. I'm out.